We're back at it. Yeah. Back again. <laughs> Round two. Mm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if anyone's listening to this and doesn't know who we are, I'm Abby. I'm Tom. We are film students. And we decided to call this shit show Cinematography. Yep. That was your idea. It so was. if anyone I, thinks it's that. ridiculous. I'm not gonna... You're proud of it. Yeah. Well, that's Do you good. like cinnamon? I'm not a huge fan. Me neither. <laughs> um, but we both like s- cinematography. Well, most of the time. Oh, boy. We're off to a great start. We're off to an amazing yeah. start. So it's we... actually even worse than last time. I can't believe it. I don't think it's worse. <laughs> All right. Okay. What are, I mean, okay. okay. So so today we're, we just got back from seeing Civil War, Captain for, America Civil War, for, for the second, second time, time. So we're going to talk about that today. But first up, we wanted to mention, I mean, if we're going to do this, we might as well report we're, we're on doing, some news. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new segment. It's called... It doesn't uh, have a name. Right. We don't need to name okay. this. It's just the news. Okay. It's Maybe. not like we're going to come up with a theme song um, or something, are we? You don't sing. Oh. I don't, Who knows? Maybe, Maybe you do. I don't sing. Well, I do sing, but it's oh. not It's not good. I sing in the shower. You don't want to hear that. Mm. I don't sing in the shower. It sounds so good, though, because it's like all echoey, and like my mm. roommates are probably listening in, and I'm like, shit. Your roommates probably don't care that much. Yeah. I don't know who your roommates are, really. Mm. But anyway, so we wanted to talk about... Uh, the Han Solo origins movie, yeah. um, Alden Enreich. Ehrenreich. 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 Alden Ehrenreich. That's probably wrong, but who knows? I'm sure we'll all know how to pronounce it in a couple we'll of years. We'll all be calling him Han Solo. Yeah. Well, so he's been cast in the Han Solo movie, which I feel like if this is a thing that has to happen, it's like the that's best. the best version yeah, of this that we like, can have. He's not only a good actor; he also looks kind of like. I feel like he looks kind of like Harrison Ford. I yeah, I agree. I was it. looking yeah. at it. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I definitely do not approve of making this movie uh-huh. at all. Like, let's leave mm. that, leave that to be. But if they're gonna make it, like, obviously, like, fucking Miles yeah. Teller was in. <laughs> I James hate Franco that guy. was it? Tr- um, that's James Franco weird. is younger brother. Oh, sorry, Dave, Dave Franco. Franco. Yeah. Hmm. What were they thinking? Yeah. So but uh, Taron Egerton, who was in Kingsman, I thought he would have been an okay choice. As he's well. a little bit too goofy for me. Mm, I think. Maybe. I like him, but he is—I mm. don't know if he would have been a good Hansel. I think mm. this guy's gonna be great. He was really good. And the only thing I remember seeing him in is uh, the new, yeah, yeah. Hail Caesar, the new Coen Brothers movie, Same. which he kind of stole the yeah, show in that. I thought definitely. he wasn't even in it. I don't—he uh-huh. wasn't—I don't know if he's supposed to be the main character, but he's definitely yeah. one of the most memorable. Which was a great movie. I know a lot of people didn't like I it. I liked it. Yeah, people saying like it's not as good as their other stuff. I'm like, mm, so I, I honestly, I mean, I do like the whole like old Hollywood vibe of yeah. the whole thing. So maybe I was predetermined uh, to like it, but I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Also, I feel like my tastes with the Coens are different than most people because I don't like Big Lebowski. It's not my favorite. Um, no. yeah, but most people I like Fargo. I like, yeah. I really liked uh, Inside, Oscar Isaac. Lewin Davis. Yeah. I don't know how that's received among the majority I think, of people. I think people. Fans. I think people liked that. Mm. Is it's Alden, very different from Alden Ironreich is white, right? I he has a very white sounding name. I have a okay. feeling he's like German okay. of some sort. He looked. I thought he was not white in the Hail Caesar, but 
He looks more white in other photos, so. Yeah, well, I think he'll be good enough. Mm, yeah. Um, so I guess we're as happy yeah. as we can be about that. That also reminds me, we saw the Rogue One trailer. Oh, yeah, they played it before Civil War today. Which was today. surprising. I thought it's kind of early, but I yeah, it was I thought a it welcome was good. surprise. I liked seeing it on the big screen. Me too. I think it, maybe it's something to do with, um, you know, Disney owning both yeah. properties. So they're mm. just trying to get the word out there. I mean, that's coming out in, like, seven months. That's that's awesome. Something to look forward to Six after months. graduation. Mm. Not going to kill myself yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Okay, the other thing I wanted to mention was that I saw this post about um, Zack Snyder's film career. Um, and it had this screen cap of his Rotten Tomatoes page where the highest score on there, at least that I can see, is Dawn of the Dead, which was 2004. It's the first movie on his on, on this screen yep. cap that I have. And every movie since then has pretty much progressively gotten worse. Uh-huh. And yet they keep throwing, uh, they keep, keep throwing scripts at him, yeah. at least from the... Um, DC side of Look, things. I passionately hate Zack Snyder. Yeah. So well, well, um. the thing is, is that this um this post I saw was talking about how um if Zack Snyder had been a woman, like he would have been like after three hundred or maybe maybe mm. not three hundred, maybe like Watch or Watchmen was okay. What is the first one? Sucker Punch. Yeah. Sucker Punch well, was terrible. Mm. He would have not made a movie after that, or at least a big a big right. one like fucking Man of Steel. Yeah, I, so. agree with, I agree with that because even if it was a woman director who made a good movie, she would still have a hard time getting more mm-hmm. jobs. But I guess uh, a counter-argument to that would be that oh boy, because he made Watchmen and people are, people consider that a successful comic book adaptation, DC like felt like he was a safe choice to adapt comic books. But and then, like, after Man of Steel failed, it was too late. He was already, like, was signed it, on. Was that what happened? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess know. we're going to have to see um, the woman who's directing the mm. Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. We'll have to see how that goes. Because from what I've seen so far, it looks pretty good. But it has, like, they've color-corrected it like a Zack Snyder film, and I hate that. But that's, like, well, that's personal thing. nitpick thing. But, yeah, it looks all gloomy and dark. Um, yeah, well, I wouldn't want it to be... I don't think I would want it to be a happy movie because yeah, okay, yeah. there's the thing, like, if you're going to make a female superhero movie, mm. like, a lot of people were like... I don't know if you saw that sketch on Saturday Night Live where they're like, oh, let's make a Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a rom-com, yeah, yeah, like, that. jokey okay, yeah. thing. And then they came out with the mm. um, Supergirl TV show a couple yeah. of years ago, and that's a pretty... It's a pretty lighthearted... Okay. Mm-hmm. Thing which is fine for Supergirl. Right. I think Supergirl yeah. has that type of personality. Wish it was for Superman as well. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> someday maybe. Yeah, never. Um, <laughs> maybe before we die. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I think Wonder Woman definitely should have a little bit of a more mature tone to it. Um. So. Uh, what was I gonna say? I mean, that doesn't uh, mean. I was gonna say I didn't like her acting that much in Gal Gadot. Bat- yeah, Batman v Superman. Like there were some parts that were great and some parts that were not. I blame Zack Snyder, but I don't, I'm interested. I don't think Gal Gadot is that great of an actress. Yeah. I, I don't know much about. She was her. in that movie Criminal with. Yeah, that looked barren. But I that hear she was like the it. best part in it. I don't know if I believe that. I don't but, think that's that hard to be the best um, part in that movie. Also, in that. They released like a teaser for Wonder Woman, right? Have you seen that? Uh, I 
haven't seen the teaser. I saw that like yeah. special that they oh, did. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Oh yeah, yeah. But like they didn't show her delivering any lines in that, so I don't that's know if true. that's a sign that they're not confident she in her She had a weird but... accent though. Yeah. She's supposed to be Greek. Mm. We saw a great Greek short film the other day, didn't we? In oh, our yeah. DP class. Uh-huh. I liked it. We that. should do a obscure short film segment. Well, we'll bring that up later. Let's get into <laughs> Civil War. So before we start, I had a question I wanted to ask you, Tom. Mm-hmm. Before seeing this movie, what team would you be on if um, you weren't attached to any of the characters at all? Well, I would be on Team Cap to annoy people see, we know. See, but love, you're, you're... No, no, sorry. I would be on Team Iron Man to annoy people we know who are obsessed with Captain America. But are you on... But... That's not like a very. It's not a very good reason. Genuine See, reason. Well, the thing I was thinking is that, like, I am Team Cap all the uh-huh. way, especially after this movie. I think. Um, but if, to be honest, if this was something that was happening in real life, like, I'm a uh-huh. big, um, I'm a big uh, supporter of right. gun control in the U.S. Yeah. And I think if you compare this at all to that sort of thing, I am definitely on Team Iron Man. Okay, <laughs> like, I feel like I have some arguments to that but uh should we get into that now are we gonna do like a non-spoilers section no i think we should just okay, just gonna be spoilery it. yeah so this is spoilers after <laughs> lots of spoilers okay. we're gonna spoil it all um, um so go see the movie come back and listen to this or don't i mean this is probably you're probably already dead by now. You don't want to come back and listen to this. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, um, continue. Are we, doing, are we talking about anything after Civil War? Should we be like, go to this time? No. Co- okay. No one cares. Uh, right, that's true. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'll say, like, the woman who runs into Tony Stark, and she's like, you kill my son. Like, mm-hmm. didn't he save a bunch of other people? Isn't that just, like, a consequence of, like, would she rather he didn't try to save the other people? Yeah, see, that then, that was one of the weak parts yeah. of the movie for me was that it just took one single uh-huh. instance to push him right. over the edge. I think it would have made more sense for that to incite something where he like, like uh-huh. realizes like all of these specific instances yeah. where their actions have caused someone else to uh-huh. die. But um, I mean, yeah, it seems kind of it seems kind of weak just to have he, a single person yeah. bring something up. And like, does he not realize? Like, I feel yeah. like, and he could have interpreted as instead of saying like, he says something like, "Well, we were kicking ass, this kid died," but so he, I feel like he's guilty about trying to save, trying to fight, like trying to save the city. Whereas what he should be guilty about is creating Ultron. Like, if that was yeah the motivation, yeah, like that would make more sense. It would make more sense, yeah. and that would, I mean. It seems like he's trying mm-hmm. to atone for that a little bit. Like, we don't see him yeah. in the Iron Man suit at all for almost half of the movie, I think. Maybe they a third. They do that a lot with Iron Man, though. Do they? I love Iron Man 3, by the way. <laughs> all I, all, all I our listeners. A, I have a theory about Iron Man th- 3 that makes me like it. All our listeners have tuned but, out now because I said I love that movie. No, I think that's all right. I think there's. I think I have a theory about it that makes me that like it Mandarin more. Is, no, no, no. I think... Never mind. Okay, it's this is relevant. This is relevant. Okay, so in Iron Man three, he destroys all the suits. He, but then he has he built more suits. He has at least is, three is that, separate suits. Is that in the this reason movie? why Pepper is not with him? I don't 
Or is it because no one likes Gwyneth Paltrow? I think Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't want to be in these movies anymore. Okay. She doesn't. I don't think um, she wants to be in any movies this is a very anymore. Unorganized discussion. All right, let's go down my. I have a whole okay, list right. here for us. Um, so I mean, we went to see we went to see the movie the first time opening night Thursday mm-hmm. night. Um, and I have to say I didn't enjoy it the first time as much as I did the second time we went to see it today. Um, I think because we had just the last movie I had seen in theaters. I think before that was Batman v <laughs> Superman, and <laughs> I was because it was so bad. I was like, oh. Civil War is gonna like, oh, okay. l- like blow that out of the water, and mm-hmm. it was like it was really good, but it was not like sometimes your expectations just hit too high, right. you know. But I liked it a lot more the mm. second time, I have to say. Um, so if you listen to our previous episode, I think I said I'm not the biggest fan of MCU movies, so I think I went into this with much less X-Men expectations. Fanboy. Yeah. Um, so I liked it a lot, and I, the fact that I even saw it twice means it's like my favorite <laughs> Marvel movie because I've never felt the urge to see one twice right away. Um, and I actually liked it more you. the second time as well. So. Changing yeah. your mind. I don't know about We're that. really growing as a person. Um, yeah, so beginning of the movie... I know there's a lot of speculation that Crossbones... Wait, wait, wait. Was, Sh- wait, since wait. we talked about Batman v Superman, should we address that the plots are so similar... And they, uh, I like, don't think they're that similar though. Maybe not the plot, but like the, I- the, like the co- ideas. Like yeah, it's about sure. collateral damage, and I feel like Zemo is kind of a Lex Luthor role, same kind of role. But done much? Yeah, I guess. But you're done right. much? There's even yeah. a scene of him in the prison laughing because he's like, uh, well. Except he doesn't laugh, right. which makes it better. <laughs> and he's not bald, and with snot running out of his nose. Um, and he's actually smart. Yeah, and yeah. and there's a lot of characters like mm, it has even more characters than Batman v Superman, but but they spent the time to like build up uh-huh. our attachment to them. Yeah, so but we feel something the when people we see who, them all people together. People who say that that's an advantage over like DC. Me? Yeah, but that's 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 like, but they also introduced new characters like Black Panther and Spider Man that they still did a better wow. job. Wow. I have something to say right. about that. Okay, <laughs> they introduced a new character, Black Panther, and they still did a better job than... That these, is true. Yeah. Yeah, like, Black Panther is the Wonder Woman of this mm-hmm. movie, and I like him better than Wonder yeah. Woman, which I was not expecting. That's true. Like, yeah, like, like wow, that's uh, actually a really great parallel. Good way to go, me. <laughs> like, he's like the he's like the prince of this, like, oh, hidden yeah. nation. Oh, yeah, oh, my God. Like, and her name is Diana Prince? Is that where you're going? No, I'm kidding. Well, well, she's, like, she's, she's like... She's the princess. Is she a princess? I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, my God. We're not we qualified for this. We, we, I... The only DC comics I read are Batman and, like, that Gotham part of comics, so mm. I don't know anything about Wonder Woman, really. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, anyway, so, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, so at the beginning, I mean, I asked you this when we were in the theater today, like yeah. Crossbones trying to steal like okay. this biological weapon. So what I think this was is like you know how in James Bond movies they open with an action scene that has nothing to do with the rest of the yeah. plot. I think this was that. I think the blood but is see, like. But see, Marvel is really bad at not uh-huh. letting anything mean nothing. Like I feel oh, okay. like there's probably some sort of uh-huh. hidden. Even if it doesn't come to mean anything later, yeah. like there's probably a reason. Like, is it Hulk blood right, or okay, something like, like, like that? Like, even if it's just a nod, a nod. Yeah, exactly. Egg. But so, it didn't seem like there was enough information there for it to mean anything. What location was that? Was that? That was Wakanda? in no, no, no. It was in Nigeria. Okay. 
maybe? So do you know. know of any characters or plot lines that are... Uh, Tom, I'm not, like we just said, I'm are, not oh, qualified okay. for okay. this. Um, yeah, so so a lot of people were... Uh, Eh, never mind. Um, a lot of people <laughs> were expecting Crossbones to play a much bigger role in this, especially since in the um, Death of Captain America story arc in the comics, he's the one who, um, he's very involved uh-huh. in that whole situation where right. Cap's and Eric Cap ends up dying. There's some mind control aspect to that, right? Yeah, with um, Agent 13. How did that happen? Could, that, could the blood be somehow a reference to that? Like some sort of... I've read this a very let's long time not, ago. Let's not reveal how unqualified we are. To yeah, talk about but comics. so, but I kind of liked that he didn't. Well, he, uh-huh. actually, he did play a huge role in getting the whole like right. ball rolling. But um, I'm glad he wasn't. He wasn't through the whole thing. I did uh-huh. like that he has like a personal vendetta yeah. against Cap, especially uh-huh. since they worked together for yeah. a while. Like I can't uh-huh. imagine they probably knew each other pretty well. Yeah, you know. And yeah, they had like a camaraderie. Um, yeah. I like the musical cue whenever he, like, appeared. It's, like, this really rough mm. um, electronic sound. I didn't notice um, that. Good job, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so, uh, then we, after they do that whole, all these people die, I thought that was really well played when mm-hmm. they had Cap and Wanda yeah, that freak was, out. That, that was, was like, very... Like, that was, like, uh-huh. I actually was, like, oh, shit, this is, like, bad. Uh-huh. It was uh, really well directed. I cry a lot in movies. I was, like, <laughs> on the verge in this pro- at this yeah. part. No, I think that was um, that was good because, like, a lot of times, like, it's, like, the opposite yeah. of a Zack Snyder movie when right. somebody, when a whole building blows up and we don't care. It's not a rational reaction from her because, like, if she didn't do that, the people on the ground would have died. But I like that it's not a rational yeah. thing. It's an emotional thing that, yeah. like, she can't reason with herself she's just upset she well she blames herself yeah but it was so cool when like he blew up and you're like what's going on i think cap's reaction was so good yeah like he kind of like yeah anyway that was great and then we move into this de-aged robert downey jr shit that threw me okay the The thing i didn't like about that was transitioning to the piano playing it like undermined exactly the The emotional the emotional impact was kind of like what is going on uh, I didn't that, like that. That happens either. a lot in this movie for me. There's a lot of points where something emotional happens and they go to a joke or they go to like mm-hmm. something else. I don't know if I can really? remember any specific examples. Yeah. But. No, I agree with you on this one though. Mm. Yeah, and then so yeah. I don't know how it was like super creepy, but the fact that it was also then like a hologram projection uh-huh. I think made it work better yeah, than okay, if it was actually definitely. supposed definitely. to be like a flashback like or something. Snoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I felt like so. the, in Ant-Man, did you see Ant-Man? I did. The I thought the de-aging in that was better than this. Who did they de-age? For Michael Douglas. Oh boy, I saw that so long ago. Yeah. I don't remember. Also, I was like kind of sick at the time. <coughs> so. Um, I'm probably not going to see it ever again. Um, yeah, and so and then we get another community cameo yeah. from the Dean. Well, going back the to the team. parents, it's very uh, the movie's very smart. If we, when you think back about how they set up, they show the parents, yeah, and they show the assassination, but the, you don't see who's in the car. Well, yeah, like, I was. I mean, I was expecting uh-huh. for the assassination of like Winter right. Soldier killing his parents to happen like a lot sooner uh-huh. in the yeah. script. Um, I think actually I was thinking about this. I think this is the first 
Marvel movie that uses like flashbacks as a structural mm. element to like okay. the story. Like we see the flashback to Winter Soldier like killing his parents like three or four times during the whole right. movie to like move it's almost like yeah. thin blue line but not <laughs> that's as true, good um what was i gonna say oh there's also a yeah. point where um rdj i mean tony goes like dad always like there was some moment we was talking about his dad how his dad always was like a frustrating person and his mom made it work yeah when and it was like organically later, yeah, yeah it's like organically tied into the built into the scene but it also is a nice setup mm-hmm. for how he feels about his parents Infinite so, an infinitely better way to bring his parents in than Iron Man two. Or Martha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Martha's. Um, yeah, okay. uh, I thought the first half of the movie jumped around so much uh-huh. that it kind of dragged at some points. Uh-huh. Like I was just like caught off guard when we would okay. like. Yeah. I, don't know. So, I, yeah. I really love the scene where they're talking about the first scene where they're talking about signing it and like they're all raising different arguments mm-hmm. i thought the acting was like really on point there yeah from everybody no i think well i think i also enjoyed it more the second time because you catch things in each of those scenes that set up something later uh-huh. so like nothing feels like the first time you're like why is this happening like why am i watching right. this but when you watch it again knowing what's going to happen like, you catch so many little things that are like, oh, this is why, because yeah. this is going to happen. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, I feel like instinctive, intuitively, some of the allegiances might not make sense. Like, you wouldn't expect Black Widow to be on the side of the Sokovia Accords. But mm-hmm. I think they do a pretty good job of mm-hmm. making it feel logical and believable. Yeah. Um, I'm not entirely sure why they brought Hawkeye back in. Yeah, those. Let's talk about those later. I have a few issues with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I really liked um, uh, Steve like being Scarlet Witch's mm, dad. Yeah. Like his. Her okay, I got here. a question about this. How old is she supposed to be? I, I thought she was supposed to be like around his age, but they yeah. play it like she's like a teenager or something. Which, like at one point, someone says you should be in high school, and, and, yeah, and I was and, like, and what? Steve, Steve was like, she's a kid. And but like she, I felt like she had some sort of romance with Vision. Vision. Yeah. Well, Vision's only Vision a year is, old. Okay. Okay. So it's <laughs> creepy the other way around. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I like that chemistry I like, between. I them. like their relationship a lot. I uh-huh. think. I think I would watch a whole movie of Dad Steve. To be honest, like mm. if they do it, if they do a movie of, I mean, they're not going to. If oh, they do Cap Four. Cap Four. Steve with yeah. his little band of rebels. I want to see. Like Wanda even in and Vision the, movie. Yeah, even in the first scene when when he's like yeah, helping yeah, yeah. her figure out what's going uh-huh. on, like that was so good. Uh-huh. I like Dad Steve. Oh, her accent's a lot better than Age of Ultron. Yeah. And it makes sense because it's like, oh, she's getting more used to speaking English, I guess. Yeah, it's toned down quite yeah, a bit. Thank God. Thank uh, although I God. wish they just never did it to begin with because I really like. Elizabeth Olsen. Well, then, and then, like, Zemo is supposed to be from Sokovia, too, but his accent seemed more German than anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that actor is German, so it makes uh, sense. Okay, I think but... maybe he was, like, stationed there in Sokovia. Oh, so he was. Maybe, oh. I don't know. Um, but where was he from, then? Is he Hydra? <laughs> I don't think he's Hydra, right? Yeah. He's just a random guy. Yeah. I was um, a little confused. So, wait, we're going in order, right? Yeah, I okay. think so. Um... 
Okay. Bucky cap. Where, uh, what you got these... in there? Oh, I was just saying <laughs> I liked, I think I liked pretty much all of the characters. Uh-huh. There wasn't any, there weren't any characters in this movie yeah. that really annoyed me or I thought um, shouldn't be there. Um, uh, I thought, Spider-Man? oh, actually though, fucking Sharon, like, I almost <laughs> wish she wasn't even in this movie because yeah. every time they tried to force, like, this mm-hmm. romance, like, I'm, like, obviously, like, like, oh my god, it just pisses me off because it's so, like, if they put some, like, if they had some mm-hmm. actual chemistry, like, fine, I go see, with it. I see. But they don't have any. It's not just because you wish it was Steve and Bucky instead. Yeah, I'm trying to be logical. Um, I liked, the thing I liked with Sharon was how she told Steve to follow his intuition based I on thought her funeral that was speech. A, that was a good line, but and I, I that, wish their w- relationship was yeah. strictly professional. And that was also in a very feminist context, because she was saying how uh, her what's her face? Peggy. Peggy had to struggle as a woman spy, mm-hmm. and she was relating that to how Steve has to stick to well, his guns. Yeah, also, I think the only romance that ever worked in any of the Marvel mm-hmm. movies was between Steve and Peggy. I thought their mm-hmm. relationship in the first movie was actually pretty yeah. well-developed and, like, made sense. And then this just seems slightly creepy yeah. and, like... <laughs> Just so forced, man. I don't know. Um, that kiss was just awkward as hell. Okay. Maybe it was supposed to be, but I don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. It just, I don't know. Maybe I, they just don't seem to have any chemistry. I would agree with that. Yeah. Because um, she was she was good as, like, a CIA agent. Yeah. Like, just let her be that. I know um, she, in a couple of interviews I've seen with her, she's like really been like i'm just doing my job i just do what the script <laughs> says because i think i'm not sure she's feeling it oh either, yeah the actress. um chris evans probably not either i think he's feeling it more with um sebastian they're buds so um should we talk about spider-man oh well, i guess we should okay when i watched the first time i loved peter parker i didn't like spider-man and then I was like, maybe I had a feeling it was because of the 3D and how his costume looked in 3D. And we saw it a second time in not 3D, and I liked him better. Yeah. So I guess... Costume did look good. Um, like I said, I'm a big Spider-Man comic fan, but I think, I think the problem I have with this is the reason most people like Spider-Man is not the reason I like Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. I think, like, he's supposed to be kind of like an underdog-like yeah. kind of character, and a white kid from Queens who's really smart <laughs> and into, like, programming and stuff is not the underdog in today's society. Like, maybe oh, it was right. okay. in the 60s when they first made him. But, right, like, right. you know, fucking, you can go fucking work for Google, kid. Like, <laughs> you're going to be fine. That's, yeah. like, who's making all the money these days. But um, okay. I wasn't thinking about that, but that's a great yeah, point. Yeah, and I just feel like you, if you want to keep that, his, like, he's, like, he's not... He doesn't have access mm. to like all the cool tools and stuff. Well, I guess he does right. now if he's on yeah. So he's even Iron less Man, of an underdog. Iron Man's payroll. Yeah, I just um, uh, just bothers okay. me. And I I know most of the people love him in this movie, but I just am not feeling it. I agree with everything you said. I I love him because of Tom Holland's performance. I guess he was fine. Yeah. So it's not like I feel anything that contradicts what you said mm-hmm. um yeah i just felt like he was very like um like tim like i don't know like very earnest but also like 
nervous and scared about what he's about to get himself <clears throat> into. Uh, I don't know. He reminds me too much of those teeny bopper Vine stars. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I can't get over it. I probably am not going to be a fan of him Yeah. for any of these movies. Yeah. I'll accept it. Um, I thought in this fight, speaking about underdog, I feel like because of his... Like, he was strong. Like, he wasn't an underdog in terms of his powers. Mm-mm, he held But up. he was an underdog in terms of his experience and, like, kind of just improvising and not really knowing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I like the Empire Strikes Back reference. I don't think you did. It was a little heavy-handed. <laughs> I liked it, but, like that really old movie like yeah i mean but he yeah, like he's a nerd right it he feels... should he should be a fan of that movie exactly right? yeah he shouldn't he... be like that really old movie yeah ex- he, you got me tom you nailed that <laughs> one on the head um like he's not i feel like that's one of those old people think young people are stupid things exactly we're not yeah. stupid we are yeah. but everyone's kind of stupid we're not any more stupid um, than you are I, re- I heard somewhere, I think on a, on a different podcast, where they were like, it would have been better if he was humming the Star Wars theme while he was doing <laughs> it. I'm like, hmm. I don't know. That could have been that could have been pretty cool. but Yeah, it was too heavy-handed, but good on them for trying, I guess. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah, I thought that battle in the middle was awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't know how long it was, but it never got, like, boring. Right, and you could see what's happening. You could follow what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Batman v Superman that really upset me was that the choreography was really good, especially in comparison to the, to the Nolan films. But it's just shot so dark. It was just so dark that you couldn't see any of it anyway. <laughs> it's like they finally built a Batman suit that allows the actor to do actual like fight choreography. Yeah. <clears throat> and they, like, undermine that by making it so dark, but that's a different topic. That's something I'm just else. trying to say this is much better. They did it much better yeah. in Civil War. Yeah. Um, um, what do you think about Ant-Man? I liked him. I liked him. I liked him in his movie. I didn't really like that movie, but I thought... I didn't like that movie. I liked the character, and I liked him in this movie. I thought he was better in this movie. Yeah. I think I wanted... Yeah, having a little bit less of him was But good for he me. is what I'm talking about with like the jokes. I feel like this movie one criticism was that there was like a very predictable rhythm where it's like action 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 pause joke repeat. And he had that. He was it'd be like he gets out of an action scene, he takes a breath and he goes like where does anybody have any orange slices or something like but because that scene isn't even over yet at that point, right? Right. But like, there's always that little pause that makes me go, okay, a joke's coming. And then that takes some of the comedy out of the joke because it doesn't surprise. Sure. But that's super nitpicky, so um, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Yeah, I thought, like, none of his jokes really made me laugh out uh-huh. loud, I guess. Um, yeah. Or Spider-Man's, for that matter. Uh-huh. I think, think the... There were cool visual jokes, like how he's running tiny and he's super slow because he's tiny. That's, see, that's funny yeah, shit. Yeah. That's funny. I'm a big fan of visual yeah. comedy, like uh, like the Coronetto trilogy. What's right, the guy yeah, who does yeah, that? Um, Simon Pegg. Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright. Yeah. Um, those are, if that's like a master class in uh-huh. visual comedy. I thought when I saw Ant-Man, I was like, they're definitely going to do this cool thing where you see a henchman getting beat up 
put the cameras far away and you don't see Ant-Man and you just see him <laughs> flailing around. And they never did it. I'm like, that's like... I came up with that and I'm like a dumbass. Maybe, maybe they'll put that um, in the next movie. Yeah, I was like, I he, wonder if Edgar Wright would have done that. He was supposed to direct yeah, Edmund, right? Yeah, he was right? To. Yeah. Maybe, because I can't remember. I don't remember. Did that movie have a lot of that visual stuff? Like, um, I feel it had like some. It, had, it definitely had some cool. Because that might stuff. have been left Because yeah. I don't know how much he worked on the script yeah. or anything before he left. Um, but that some of that might have been left over. Right. Um, oh boy, this is this is a long movie. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> happening in this movie. It didn't feel long, but there's a lot happening. Yeah. Jesus. Um, Black Widow switching sides, or not? She didn't even really switch sides. Do but, you think uh, she pretended to be on Tony's side so she could do this switch, or was she genuinely on Tony's side? Um. Mm-hmm. Well, where does she? End, what end up? Ha- what ends up happening to her in the end? Well, she's definitely not in the prison, right? She's so not. they forgave her. Well, she like leaves after the hospital scene where Rhodey's getting scanned. Right? Oh, I don't. Remember. And then we don't see her. I after went to that. the bathroom this time around. Jesus. Um. Yeah, she has that. She's like, she tells Tony, "You're not. You. Right. You should be the one watching your back." And then she leaves. And yeah. I don't. We, I don't think we see her again after that, do we? No, I don't think so. So no. she must be off. Uh-huh. Hiding away. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I I don't. I feel like she was genuinely deciding. Uh, see, it's hard. The hard thing is, is that Steve. The thing Steve's afraid of mm-hmm. is people changing their agendas, and he's like immediately <laughs> proven right in this movie when they Ooh, they end yeah. up in the raft and the Ross is like, right. yeah, what did you th- like? Do yeah, you expect yeah. me to trust you anymore? Like, right. so it kind of undermines Tony's side mm. of the story. Wait, I gotta talk about something. So. Go. Ant-Man, Spider-Man's motivations for being in the fight are literally were, just being asked. Yeah. Um, they're fans of... They're fans of both sides, people on both sides. So, like, I just needed a scene where they explain, like, okay, Bucky's my friend and he's being framed. And Ant-Man's like... Maybe Ant-Man could have been like, oh, he, well, he's always put in jail, so he could have related to that, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I don't know how Spider-Man... <laughs> They could have done that better. Yeah. But. Well, every time, both times I've seen this, I've thought that Spider-Man seems uh-huh. like he's on the wrong team. To be honest, yeah. I feel like his um, sympathies would be more with Cap. Yeah, he's just there because he's impressed with Tony, and yeah, that's not a great also, motivation. If he's like supposed to be like fifteen years old, like why is Tony asking this kid I to know, come right? fight And that's kind of oh, okay. Steady. But I think definitely Tony did not expect things to go that badly. He definitely like I don't know if he said. So a line you or you think you think uh, he was expecting him to like take his shield at the beginning of that thing and that would be it. Um, I think he kind of expected Cap to be more cooperative, mm-hmm. and I guess he wasn't expecting certain characters to be there. Like I don't think he knew Clint would be there. I guess I don't know. Yeah, but he didn't or know Scarlet Ant Man was going to be there. Yeah. Because Scarlet um, Witch really was the... Well, he, no, he does say, like, you rescued her when she didn't mm. need to be rescued. I mean, so, that was a bad move, Tony. I yeah. don't know, loggings went up, that's um, like, oh, God. Okay, I forgot to say this, but I was really distracted by Black Panther until I asked you, why is he superpowered? <laughs> in the middle of the... Because it's not that they don't explain it to us in the movie, it's that no other characters question it. Yeah. Like, you see... You see people's facial reactions at how fast and strong he is, but no one is going like, 
um, why is he as strong as us? We have the super serum, soldier serum. I think at this point they're just so used to seeing weirdos pop right. up that they're like, well, here's okay. another one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, they don't but, explain because he there's some sort of right. Wakandan plant. Yeah. That he eats <laughs> that gives him powers. It sounds okay. like sounds like some sort of drug. I don't yeah. know. Um, so I was distracted in the sense that I was like, I kept wondering, is he just really well trained or is he super, is he enhanced? And that was taking me out because I was questioning that. Um, no, yeah, he does have some sort of serum, I guess, right. type thing going on there. Um, and I really appreciate how the film is trying not to ex, like, exp- use exposition to explain everything, but I felt like maybe over here with Black Panther, they could have, like, given us a little more eh, he's a badass what more do yeah. you need he was awesome yeah i'm excited for his movie especially since uh what's his name is directing it creed ryan coogler ryan coogler i watched creed last week and made me excited for this that was a good mm. movie i think chadwick boseman has very expressive eyes they're just like so emotional they twitch a lot they twitch a lot i don't know how i feel about that but it's also i that to me is saying like he's not acting he's actually feeling whatever he's supposed to be feeling as the character Mm. so no i think he'll be good (laughs) he's Uh, 39 i can't believe that he yeah he was in that Um, gods of egypt movie i think right oh boy if that got him this job then I'm glad that movie happened. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I feel like it wasn't though. I feel like yeah. they probably cast him way before that movie was Maybe even Maybe that's probably true. Because they do that shit um, now. Did you see? I thought this was funny. Did you see that report from Khan that was about that the movie that's coming out, the movie that you'll never see, the hundred yeah. that's getting released in a hundred yeah, years? Yeah, I saw that. I think that's kind of... I, apparently, it's, like, some sort of marketing ploy uh-huh. for this kind of, like, whiskey right, that gets right. aged for 100 years. But it yeah. also seems kind of like a jab at these, like, Marvel movies who, like, announce huh. it, like, tw- like 10 years in advance. I wasn't thinking about that, but I think he could be right. Um, yeah. It's, it's directed by Robert Rodriguez, who's not the most artistic, visionary <laughs> director. So I don't know if this is, like, a legitimate effort at creating like a work of experimental well we'll never filmmaking. know we will yeah i guess we won't until they leak it or something <laughs> who knows maybe um, it will get leaked maybe the world <laughs> will fall apart before then and they'll leak the film but yeah i thought that was kind of funny um because when is when is black panther coming out next year i don't or know the year after? i think it's 2017 cool i hope so i don't see we're the worst we don't even know <laughs> Yeah. We're, we're talking about what is like what is the next movie after Doctor Strange? Right, oh. I'm I'm pretty sure it's um, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Volume two. V- volume two. Yeah, because it's like a mixtape. Right. Jokes. Yep, <laughs> jokes. That was that movie <clears throat> was a little bit too jokey for me. See, I liked it, and then I forgot about it. So. Yeah, exactly. This movie, Same. I liked it. I want to see it again. A lot, span of, a lot of, of people ha- a lot of people are like Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite movie yeah. my favorite Marvel movie and I'm like mm, is it really it's definitely good I was definitely like emotionally invested in that it wasn't just fun for me but like for some reason when I think back on it I just don't care yeah I have no desire to watch it again I thought it was fine yeah. when I saw it but yeah um, um, yeah well anyway the first time we went to see 
uh, Civil War was with a couple of friends, and one of my friends was sitting next to me. And like in that last scene when uh, T'Challa is <laughs> following them around in that compound, every time he would like peek around the corner, our friend would be like, "Wakanda!" Oh my god. Speaking of that scene, I actually okay. Something I noticed was that the takes they used in the trailers were different from the takes in the actual movie. So scenes like in the trailers where he was like, um, like I thought I was your friend too, it was like cheesy. In the actual movie, it was like fuck you, I was your friend too, and then they just start fighting, and I liked. The sure, it was a different much more. take. Or yeah, I'm pretty. Just... I'm pretty sure it was a different take, and also when he says like, I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. Yeah, well, that was, was taken like out of a, context. It was more like a. It was more said as in like I want to. Pu- sometimes I want to punch you, but I still care about you. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the trailer was like it was like super petty. And yeah, like, well that's just the editing of it. I think. I think it's also the performance though. They did a great job of choosing the right take for the actual movie. I think you're underestimating the editor. Of uh, it's definitely both, but the the takes are definitely different in the trailer. All right, whatever yeah. you say. And I think I'm not gonna argue thing. with you, but I don't agree. <laughs> um, yeah, when Tony shows up at the raft and. And uh, goes in to talk to them, and Clint's just like, is he like going crazy or something? Like he's a um, little bit. They set up Clint singing. as this like, extremely like, um, like rebellious kind of guy who's like, anti-establishment. But and that's yet, not what he was in previous movies, right? And well, I feel like that's what he's supposed to be. But then in Age of Ultron, they mm-hmm. kind of like undermined all that. Well, I thought he was always like he's always been like an agent of the government, like. Even in Thor, you see him acting out. Mm-hmm. Shields, like, whatever. Um, so for him to suddenly, like, to have this attitude, it was like, I liked it, but it, it came out of nowhere. Um, but think, I liked the character. Well, I know there was a lot of backlash, at least from the people I know, about how he his wife and kids uh-huh. being in Age of Ultron. So do you think uh-huh. maybe they were trying to, like... Because he kind of just, like, completely dismissed them in this movie. He's like, yep, got me out of I that, I wouldn't say Thanks. that. I, I'd say that he thought it was important enough. And the fact mm-hmm. that he also is fatherly to Wanda, Yeah. I feel like that shows that well, he yeah, they is do still a good father to his own kids as well. I just thought that was awkward. Hmm. But anyway. Um, I want to see a Wanda-Clint um, vision love triangle, don't you? No, you don't. I'm kidding. That seems super awkward. Um, I mean, I mean, we just we Clint just established that Clint is like supposed to be like her father <laughs> figure. Oh, yeah. That. Um, uh, yeah, I thought um, Sam, Sam and Bucky together, uh-huh. like as like the new friend and the old friend, were great. Yeah. Like sometimes they're like, they're like, they're distaste for each other uh-huh. i mean i think they do like each other but their distaste was yeah. kind of played up for jokes and right. it was a little bit like what uh-huh. but i thought they had i mean i think those two do a lot of their interviews together too yeah, so yeah. and they're really they have you seen the ones where they're talking about like who's gonna end up with black widow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no um, so i think putting pairing them off in this movie was a good idea okay do you think this the shot of them looking at Steve kissing Sharon saved that scene a little bit or made it yeah, worse? Yeah, no, I agree. I think it... You think I, it saved it a little I bit? I think it saved the scene okay. for me to, like, kind of make it jokey. Yeah. Because otherwise, it was just so It awkward. also made the awkwardness more intentional because they were awkward yeah. about it. 
still super awkward. Oh, God. Um, I didn't like how they they <coughs> randomly threw in, like, a bunch of other Winter Soldier. Right. Like, brigade right. thing in the middle of the movie, but yeah. it ended up being kind of okay. I don't know. It seemed the like an about, extra plot that didn't need that to happen. The thing about that is that it made me like Zemo, because Zemo could have been, like, because his plot was to tear the Avengers apart. When he finds out about the super soldiers, he could have been like, oh, I might as well also set these people on the world. But he didn't. He killed mm-hmm. them. Like that, he, It shows that he's not like an evil guy. Uh, debatable but <laughs> yeah. he like his his he's agenda not... is not to take over the world he just he had a very personal issue that yeah i think that makes a lot more sense than like someone having a personal issue and then justifying that as a right. way to take over the world yeah like i feel like that happened in some other i don't know none of the villains in the marvel <laughs> movies have been very good right i feel like this guy is one of the best i don't know if you agree yeah he's very subtle yeah. I liked it. I think the first time I watched it, I didn't think so. But when I was thinking about it, and then second time, mm-hmm. and it's like... Well, because when you don't know what his motivation is, it kind yeah. of is like, this guy's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, what is he doing? But, like, I think, see you uh-huh. the second time, I definitely did like him more. I'm a big... Also, I'm a big fan of Daniel Brühl, and I was, like, yeah. disappointed in him the first time. Yeah. Because I was like, he's kind of... I mean, most of the... I've seen a lot of his movies, and... Uh, He's a very, plays a very gentle, he's usually like uh-huh. a pretty gentle yeah. guy in all those movies. I love him in Inglourious Bastards. It's um, not so gentle in that, but, but have he, you seen? That movie made me sympathize with a Nazi sniper, so. Yikes. Good job um, on him. Have you seen Goodbye Lennon? He's great in oh, that. Oh, yeah, he was in that? Yeah, he was the guy that in was, that. Isn't that a really old movie? It's older, it's not that old. Yeah, I saw that. It's like early 2000s. Oh, no, I think, I, yeah, I remember being like, Glorious Bastards, dude. Yeah, no, he's great um, in that, but he's also just, like, a regular guy. Yeah. So I like that he was kind of, like, a regular guy. I like the first time he, he listened to that voicemail. You have no idea who that woman is and what she's talking about. Yeah, it was, like, like, creepy what at the first. Hell? And then, like, they just show it again after they reveal what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I thought it was really interesting that they decided to have him try to kill himself at the end. Like, that, yeah. like... That was, like, really emotional for me. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I was, yeah, like, definitely. it definitely made me like his character more because uh-huh. he, like, did his thing, and now he's, like, ready to go. Ooh, I got a question, but yeah. before that, um, yeah, I liked how he was about to, I think he deleted the voicemail mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, people wouldn't even be able to listen to that. Yeah. Um, but my question is, is he somehow linked with, What's his face? Thanos. Is he doing this like Lex Luthor to tear the Avengers apart to set up, to weaken them, to set up? I don't. Because at the end, so. when Martin Freeman's like, it didn't work, and he's like, oh, didn't it? Like, I don't, is that just like. I think that's I, just supposed to be like. Okay. Look at I the think Avengers. you're probably right, because I don't see how he would be connected to a space purple man. Yeah, if they actually do try <coughs> to connect that, I'll be kind of pissed off. Because yeah. I like being his and own. And that's too Batman v Superman. Yeah. You don't want to imitate that movie. Um, definitely not. Um, yeah, no, he was good. I yeah, I definitely liked how it better do you the feel second about time. Something that bothered me was when Tony Stark was looking at the security footage, and it goes into flashback. Like I get that the changes in the camera angles were not what Tony Stark is seeing. Like that was just movie making for us. But they also put like this grainy filter yeah. over it. I'm like, they like color corrected it to match like, the. 
Make it a flashback well, or a security footage. Did it's it, like a blood. What, did the flashbacks before that didn't have that filter, No, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that was I mean, I think thing. they were trying to just tie it all together a little uh -huh. bit, but... Yeah. I was like, were there multiple uh, security yeah, cameras? I noticed did that someone edit this? All the blacks were so yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, no. I mean, that's... If I told you about my pet peeve with in-film, in in-film, yeah. like, uh, montages, uh -huh. like in uh, Winter always, Soldier, yeah. like, the thing this that... This movie, too, when they show the destruction scenes, where they're, like, New York... Sokovia. And that it's like, was, that made a little... Mm, but it was like, yeah. somebody edited that. Yeah, yeah. The fact that, like... <laughs> but it did bother me as much as the one in uh, Winter Soldier when... Uh, what's his name? Beep Bop. <laughs> in the <Doctor> basement. <laughs> the robot dude. Toby. The yeah. actor's name is Toby. Toby something. Oh, my God. This is awful. Wow. Okay. I keep wanting to say Zemo because he's always yeah. with Zemo, was but Z Z it's in? not Zemo. Um, no, they're like friend. They're like right. they work together in the comics a lot. Um, oh God. Anyway, like the the montage he shows Cap, uh -huh. where like there's oh. actual footage yeah. from like the first Avengers in that, and it's like who was taking this Ooh, but I, footage? But didn't they shoot propaganda with Cap? Yeah, been? but like some of it was mm. no way that's okay. not, like there was like images of like the Hydra <laughs> army like uh, okay. directly taken from the film. But like right. that's also they set up Winter Soldier killing Tony's parents in that. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, I'm super confused when Tony's like, "Did you know, Steve?" And Steve's like, "Yes." I'm like, "How does Steve know?" I think well, I think he knows the same way that uh, Zemo knows. He read through the files. Like that, that that stuff was all released. With the stuff that Black no, Widow. So was Zemo on a mission to find that out, or was he just on a mission to find the security tape? Was he asking about 1991 because he doesn't know who Winter no. Soldier killed? No, the he was on a mission to find the security. So tape. he always knew yeah, because of Black Widow. Because of Black Widow, because that's how that was his but whole that's plan. So all like on. that's so like it, it's just like luck that Tony didn't read those files. I feel like he'd be the type of person to do that. Or to have something automatically scanned for keywords or something. I feel like... Well, it seemed like... Well, I mean, those... Uh -huh. It seems like Zemo finds out about it because he spends a really long time yeah, decrypting a lot of Zemo that. Zemo had to have known because his goal was to tear the Avengers apart, and that was right, where he was... that was his... If he didn't know that, he wouldn't have known and he would I tear think, them apart, And right? I think... Steve knows because you remember that file that Black Widow gives him at the end no. of Winter Soldier. She gives him the Winter Soldier's oh, like okay, file. That makes sense. So okay. I feel like that was probably Again, part of what he nice job, not with without exposition, but also like very catering to Marvel fans. Wait, what? Like not explaining that in this movie, having faith that we watched the previous movie and mm. remember that scene. I think that's both a good thing. And a negative thing. Well, I think you probably... Well, I'm sure most of the people seeing this have seen Winter Soldier. Yeah. But, like, I don't think you necessarily needed to have seen it to right. watch this movie. Yeah. I mean, it certainly helped emotionally, like, especially with Cap and Bucky's right. relationship. Yeah, I would have I liked to be emotionally all the way in that scene, but there was a moment where I was like, wait, how does Captain America know that, oh. like, Bucky I killed... I didn't question that. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, one of our friends that we went to see this with opening night hadn't seen Age of Ultron, uh -huh. but the only two questions she had were, I think I wrote this down somewhere, 
uh, she was she didn't know how vision worked, which right. was simple. It was like the stone from the yeah. tesseract or whatever. I don't know his powers really though. Yeah, I don't think anyone really um, knows. And then she thought her only other question was, "What is the name of Tony's new AI?" Yeah. Well, I it. couldn't even hear that. Very, it was Friday. Friday. Um, so Vision, I thought he was more godlike, but when uh, when Ant Man became giant, he just like bumped into him. <laughs> like that was pretty. I didn't I thought, notice I that thought, until today, but I was I like, that Vision, was hilarious. I thought Vision was the type who would have the power to just pick. Nope, you're small again. Mm. But he's like, I'm gonna ram you with my body. Maybe his powers aren't <laughs> atomic. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Vision knows how Vision works. Yeah. At this point, I think he says that. Right, that's true. Um, yeah. Um, what else? There's not much else to talk about. Oh, Fryband. Uh, this is very uh, inside joke We shouldn't talk about that. If you're listening, Andrew, Fryband, you look a lot like the Vision. I feel like his family. Okay, Fryband's one of our favorite teachers at yeah. film school. Yeah. I feel like he, he must have kids or family who have been like, yo, you look like this character. <laughs> he does, though. It's crazy. He even had the same wardrobe as the Vision, like the collared shirts and sweaters yeah. and his hairline he's balding in a way his balding pattern is the same <laughs> triangular vision. pattern that vision has on his head i really hope you're not listening to this now but you're probably not because no one is um somebody will catch this and love it if um, we title this like captain america civil war is the worst movie ever people are going to listen to it just the thought um that's some max <laughs> shit i won't stand for yeah um, yeah, but I was also thinking about, because, like, my friend who hasn't seen Age of Ultron still liked this movie a lot, because she's a big cat mm. fan, um, but, uh, I was thinking, are there actually people, because I feel like the Marvel movies have become such a huge part of our culture uh-huh. now, like, are there really people who have no awareness of, like, what's happening, even if they're not a fan? Like, I feel like you have to have some idea of I what's going so. on, even if you don't watch the movies, per se. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's just... So you have written Cap is Nomad. I've heard of that. I don't really know Okay, well, so in the... I don't know exactly how this works, but in the 80s, I think, uh-huh. um, Cap was not Cap for a while. He became this character Nomad, who I uh-huh. think wore, um, like samurai clothes for some reason Ooh, they can't do that yeah they're not People gonna do that complain. actually i think hawkeye became like nomad for a while too or more similar outfit for some uh-huh. reason i don't know but so he did this and there's also a point i think um in the more recently when he was in like an alternate dimension and he had a son for some reason from uh-huh. what i know but he was also called nomad and that um, but basically, that's his like alter ego for when he's not, when right. Steve is not being Cap. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's kind of where this is going. Do you think that'll pay off in uh, Infinity War or an, another solo movie? Are they making another solo? Movie? I don't think so, but maybe like in a in the Black Panther movie or. I kind of hope he shows up in Black Panther. Yeah. That'd be cool. But actually, he's not signed on, right? He's only I have signed no on idea. for two more movies. Or I something? mean, I think his contract runs out after one or two more but that doesn't uh-huh. mean that he yeah. won't resign yeah maybe he won't 
Um, give Sam his own movie you have written. Uh, before we talk about that, I want to address how every Marvel, so many Marvel characters, is like a white hero with a black sidekick. At and least, at least three now. We've got. And now Doctor Strange has well, that's Chiwetel. The third. I don't know if Chiwetel is playing a villain or a sidekick. Apparently, though. he is playing a villain. Okay, that would be better. Like he is his friend, but then he becomes a villain or something like right. that. I don't really know. I don't know that much about Doctor Strange, and I'm not gonna see this movie. I don't so, think I'm going to either. I don't like Cumberbatch. I don't either. I used to I used to think he was okay, and, but now he's in everything and is also an asshole. And the Tilda Swinton thing. Yeah. The, I don't usually get passionate about this kind of issue. Like whitewashing? Yeah, I'm getting more conscious of that. This one bothers me because it's such a specific reference to Asian culture like, like the, the whole, style and everything the whole mythos of uh dr strange is built on <coughs> asian asian culture mm-hmm. and a, like a, i think it's like a hinduism or something yeah. buddhism um and the fact that they took like like they i mean the fact that they didn't make like dr strange cast as an asian actor is mm. kind of Oh, but cringy. But the fact that they then took an actual Asian character and made it white right. is like, and then they made up some bullshit about how they couldn't do it because it was a Tibetan character, uh-huh. and they're not allowed. They don't want to use Tibet in the movie because it would piss off the Chinese government, and um, they have a huge, huge uh, market in China okay. now. But then, but the thing is, but the thing is, is that they changed the location of where that is to be not Tibet because they knew that would happen and then still did it anyway. But the thing is, the art design of the temple and her clothing are still referencing Asian right culture. So if you're if if you're like okay, let's just adapt it. Let's just adapt the character to Western aesthetic. That's like not good, but it's better. But if you're keeping the Asian aesthetic but just changing the yeah. Race of the actress, actor. I think she's like a gender neutral role. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, it seems kind of <coughs> fucked up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What with Scarlett Johansson's Ghost in the Shell. I don't. I have never watched Ghost in the Shell, Me but that seems Oops. super cringy as well. Um, and it seems like I don't think they could get away with that with like a black actor or a black character or something like that but um, for some yeah. reason i feel like asian they feel like asian culture is okay exactly i'm asian by the way um i'm getting more upset about this kind of thing i like used to i my answer used to be like oh they just picked the best person they audition but now i'm like they're not auditioning they're the asian not a- actors well, that's the i think and also like I know for a lot of like these marvel <coughs> movies they don't hold open auditions like they call uh-huh. in people right so it's like they're choosing um, not to. I think Rogue One is cool because it has two Asian actors. One is cast as a martial artist, which I'm okay with because that actor is known. He's famous mm-hmm. for that. If sure. There's no reason why you shouldn't showcase someone's talents and pay him to do that. But it's made even better because the other Asian character is some sort of like weapons expert, I think, from the looks mm-hmm. of it. So that's cool. That's not really like a stereotype. Yeah. Star Wars um, is setting the precedent for diversity in action movies right now. They're only in the trailer for a few seconds, so I hope they get that more. doesn't reflect the importance that yeah. they have. But I think I think a couple of people were concerned about um what's the guy's name in the Rogue One trailer, the 
guy, the black guy. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. They were concerned about him being like a, uh, like a, like a wise, like a wise black man type thing like there Morgan to Freeman. like support the um, white lead, which I it kind of seems that way from the trailer. But I'm sure they'll give him more to do than that, or at yeah. least I hope they will. He looks pretty scary. Yeah, Forrest so. Whitaker. As in, like, he looks like a... His character looks like he could, he could be a threat more than just, like, a wise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Are we done with Civil War? I guess so. Oh, I guess I, I say, I, like, I don't like how Cap sends the letter. I feel like this movie demanded that they left it off kind of broken. Well, I think I think the thing is, is that Cap was always <laughs> willing uh-huh. to to accept that mm-hmm. Tony wanted to do something else and, like, let him do that. He's mm-hmm. like, I'll let you have your thing if you let me have my right. thing. And Tony's the okay. one who's kind of like, no, we all have yeah. to do this thing. So Cap never, like, mm-hmm. obviously Tony tries to kill him at the end, but I feel well, like he's willing to... Uh, I wouldn't say kill. Yeah, well, yeah. they have a showdown. Um, but I think Cap is, like, willing, okay. if he's, like, okay. if you're willing to, like come to your yeah. senses see I, I thought that reconcile. should have been in a future movie like it felt it felt right for the MCU but it didn't feel right for this film like this film should have ended on a more downer pessimistic uh, Empire Stripes yeah Stripes also back. you remind me of two things I liked when when Cap was trying to pull Bucky's helicopter and the blade swung around like I legitimately yeah. felt like he could have died and yeah that is such people, an achievement because both times we were there people like gasped and they're like that's oh that's a huge shit. achievement because you wouldn't you know Captain America's not gonna be killed yeah but you st- the fact that it still gives you that visceral reaction it was very intense it's successful and then when when Cap raises the shield above Tony's face and Tony's like he, he, you can see in Tony's face that he thinks Cap's gonna kill him mm-hmm. but then he goes for the chest I thought that was cool like the sense of danger Mm-hmm, definitely. Cool. I like that. Um, also, I noticed the second time we were there that, um, like, I thought Bucky had done more to uh-huh. distract Tony in that last yeah, part. He just, but he kind of just grabs his yeah. ankle with it, and it's enough. <laughs> which is kind of cool. It's enough to give Cap the advantage, which, uh-huh. I mean, it kind of emphasizes, like, how evenly matched they are, and, like, either right. one and of it, them could have won that fight. It shows how instinctively well that Bucky and Steve work together, where he's like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to tap him. Um... I, I like that even though nobody died, I felt like um, Brody. Brody getting paralyzed was a big, like a heavy enough consequence. Mm-hmm. I wish he wasn't so jokey about it at the end, but I think like True. that's a really tragic thing. How, how do you think he is going to immediately be okay in the next movie or is he gonna have is that gonna play out to be more of a consequence later are they gonna like use like a robot fix it like oh we'll give you a robotic spine and you'll be fine yeah i think they will too i was saying i wasn't i kind of wish it had happened to like tony or steve or something it seems um, like kind of like a cop-out to have one of the uh, Oh, also, I liked the scene when when Rhodey is falling out of the sky. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. so intense, and also the fact that um Sam like starts yes, diving yes, yes, to catch yeah. him as well. It's not just and, Tony. And the fact that Vision screwed up because he was thinking about Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. it showed how he was becoming less of a robot and more more human. human. Um, yeah, no, I think all of them just want to be friends. That probably is pretty awesome. This is the most, definitely the most emotionally invested I've been in a Marvel movie. Um, 
every other movie I just had fun. Mm-hmm. This one was like more than that. And it got into themes that I like in X-Men, like the idea that society fears you. Um, something else I was thinking about that I can't remember. Yeah, oh, I really, oh, I just thought of something else I really liked. I didn't write it down because I didn't notice it <laughs> until today. But um, when Wanda is, when Clint is rescuing, rescuing mm-hmm. Wanda from the compound and she says, I can't control anyone else's fear. I can only control my own. I thought that was really powerful. Oh, like the fact that she's uh-huh. like trying to accept herself yeah. before she, cause she knows uh-huh. that she like the vision in her talk about like how uh-huh. the, it doesn't uh-huh. matter what you do. People are always going to be afraid of yeah. you. So the fact that she's like, yeah, well, yeah. if people are always going to be afraid of me, like I might as well just be mm-hmm. who I am. All these ideological discussions. is like what I want in a superhero movie. Exactly. And it's, the scene where with the pens is such like a simple like potentially boring setup but it was so engaging to watch um rdj and chris evans like act mm-hmm. in that scene and when chris hears that like wanda's chris... was locked up he's like he just like his so fed reaction, up yeah, yeah it was so good it was so good do you think chris evans is a good actor or do you think he's I just think... good as cap I've never uh, seen him in a I movie where Piercer. I thought he was good. Oh, he was good in that. He's good at this kind of like quiet, brooding. <laughs> brooding. Not brooding. When I say brooding, I think of Superman and Zack Snyder movies, so let's not he's, use that he's word. He's good at being like idealistic. Quiet intensity. Yeah. I thought he was definitely better in this movie than I've seen him before. And also Tony's Robert Downey Jr., I felt he was so good in this movie. Yeah. How he was so like unhinged. Even even in that last <laughs> in the last fight scene, just like the little like uh-huh. sound like noises yeah. that they make as they fight are so I feel uh-huh. like it adds something to it when they make a noise and it feels like I feel emotional. Like, I feel like Tony Stark I mean <laughs> RDJ has been bored with these movies, but this movie gave him the, the chance to like do something interesting and now he's back on board because mm-hmm. I felt like he was totally invested he, in this. He wasn't, he wasn't just full of quips. Yeah. He wasn't quippy. <laughs> um, yeah. Iron on? Man, Iron Man 1 is still the best movie in the Marvel, in the MCU, I think. Oh, um. This is pretty good. No, I feel like the ending to that movie hurts Iron Man. What is the ending? Where he just fights bigger oh, Iron Man. Oh, the final Man. showdown. That is true. But the setup of that movie is uh-huh. amazing. Yeah. It really <coughs> can't... Like, it's not my favorite one, uh-huh. but it's one of the best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, do you have anything else to say? So we liked it. Probably going to see it again. I would say more than, like... You loved it? Mm. Okay, yesterday I, I rewatched Parts of Force Awakens just to Only kind parts. of figure out which movie I like better. I'm like... Oh definitely, boy. Wow. I definitely feel more from Force Awakens. I, I don't know. know. Force Awakens didn't make me really emotional. It, it did to me. I don't know. It's not. Also, people who who are like Tom, it's your nostalgia. I'm like, I feel emotional only when Finn and Rey and Kylo are on screen. Not, well, I did feel it when with Han and Leia, yeah. but also with the new characters. So like, the nostalgia argument is definitely going to be relevant to how I feel about Rogue One. But mm-hmm. Force Awakens, I feel like it was a great movie. Um, shit, is are we trying to stay on topic here? Or? Well, I actually because I, I actually have something to say about about what Star Wars. We should probably save that for later. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can talk about that um, next. Should week. we talk about like 
X-Men a little bit. Nah. They released, okay, I gotta say, they released this clip of a cage fight where they, you see a bunch of humans, like, throw Nightcrawler into the ring and he tries to teleport out and he can't because there's some sort of force field and the humans mm-hmm. laugh at him and then they start fighting and the humans cheer and I'm like, this is what I love about X-Men. Like, all the trailers have looked I, bad. Th- we did, I did, honestly, I hadn't seen the trailer mm-hmm. that we saw today yeah. before mm-hmm. Civil War and I kind of liked it. See, I even think that trailer is bad but, like, that clip yeah. brought my faith back. It's like, well, this is what X-Men is about. We will, we can talk about that more <laughs> when we get closer to the movie maybe we, maybe like the week before i can watch a couple of the older oh x-men boy. ones and we can talk about that you don't have to watch it i'll I, do it I i'll know do it enough man to speak for the how many weeks like, away is that like three weeks i mean we'll do we'll probably do an episode about that after it comes out yeah i think that'll be our last episode before we leave oh oh boy we gotta talk about that um wait what as are we in talking off about? mike yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Not um, here. What did you want to do your like imagine if Yeah, well if I don't section? think we'll do that this week, but okay. um I think maybe next week we can do this just for one thing, but I think it would be fun to do a set a segment where we talk about like what if David Cronenberg did a superhero movie? What would that look Ooh, like? I think that would be I think oh, that would David be David Cronenberg Spider Man? I don't know if Spider-Man is the right Because, like, the body horror element of... Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we might start doing a segment like that next week. I think that'll take a little bit of preparation. <laughs> Can't just wing that off. Let's see how films... Okay, we, we showed that our comic book knowledge is not great. We're film students. Let's see how My well gosh. our this film is bad. We're knowledge holds up. It's we're not, not going to be good. We're not claiming um, to be experts here. We're doing a podcast we're about comic book movies. We're just here to have movies. a good time. Yeah, we're doing a podcast about like mainstream blockbusters, so we're we're not the most educated, like I think intellectual we're film students. I think I think um, there's such a thing as being too uptight yeah. about movies. Okay. But anyway, that'll be next week. So um, thanks for listening. I'm excited to go no listen to the new Radiohead album. Now oh, he's already over. listening to it. He's already out of here. Oh my god, he's got his headphones on. Here's the sound of me putting on headphones. Stop! Oh my god, this is terrible. All right, I'm Abby. I'm uh, Tom. And this is Cinematography. <laughs> I don't know if I like this name. I put too much effort into the logo to change okay, the name. Okay, shut yes. up.